so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it. Los Angeles, 2017. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott, and Carrie Doherty is not here because she is sick. But as you guys know, that this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And because Carrie is sick, I am holding the Golden Torch solo, and I feel okay about it. I mean, I miss Carrie and all, but I'm also like, yo, I don't want to be all coughing and sneezing all over the place this week and then have to be bitter because you gave it to me because I know who gave it to me, so I'm just going to, like, let you stay in your golden home. Uh, But we do have two very special guests to join us to talk about, join me, to talk about an, an illegitimate concern. And it originally aired on February 12th, 1990. I'm not used to doing Carrie's job, guys. So, like, it's very strange to, like, give you dates and names and things. Like, I'm the freewheeling one who's probably usually either intoxicated or high whenever we do these things. You're guys, doing real well, I tell Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to introduce the guests. Here we go. Okay, Carrie would, have been, Carrie would have been very angry at me for not doing this in a more professional manner. So I'm just going to say it. Guys, I am so glad to have you do a you. couple here. A beautiful couple that I know very well, and I've, I've, I've been friends with one of them for a very long time, and I'm so happy. Naomi Ekparrigan and Andy Beckerman. Hello. Hello. Now, you guys are in town from New York City. Yeah. 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 The Big Which, Apple itself. The Big Apple. We, Jew Central. We just did an episode there not too long ago where, where I got kicked out yeah. of the Golden Girls Cafe, and you guys saw me right after I got kicked out of the yes. Golden Girls Cafe. Yes, Rue Rue La Rue. You seemed, I mean, you were professional, but I could tell you were shaken. I was, I was shaken, yeah. I was having a moment where I walked, I remember I walked into another, a good friend of ours house, Michelle Buteau, amazing comedian. You guys need to check her out. Uh, and, and I walked in and I was like, I just, I just need, I just need a meatball and a glass of wine. <laughs> I just need a meatball. Because it was a meatball party. Yes, right, that's why is, he needed right, a meatball. You were just mean, walking I don't, into the house just like, demanding meatballs. meatballs. Where's, where's the meatballs? Where's the, I mean, I do sometimes do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a walk yeah. in, like, give me a meatball. You know, that is that we, your catchphrase that, yeah. for your my, sitcom? Well, it's like on today's it's like on today's episode that Strudel was Rose's word for her and Charlie for sex. Yeah, right. Meatball might be mine. That for could be sex. fun. What if? That could be fun. I think I so. I feel like with the word, I mean, ball is in it, so it's not as subtle as Strudel. Yeah, true. I'm just put that out there. True. Yeah. I would go with spaghetti. Spa- oh, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you want some of my noodles? <laughs> how, how my noodles? Rick, I ain't giving you no spaghetti today. <laughs> Wait, is my boyfriend named Rick now? Sure. Okay. Okay. I have a new I like boyfriend, it. and his I name like is it. Rick. I like it. Rick. I've never dated a Rick. I could do a Rick. Rick's my standard name for just a dude. Really? Fred is mine. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I tend Fred to go is for like Fred. Old school. Nice. Yeah, it is in a way, but it's also like, drop dead, Fred! Oh, what a great feel. What a great movie. What a good time. Oh. Phoebe Cates, where are you now? So, okay, since we, we, we kind of bounce back and forth between having guests sometimes and not having guests, I want to know what you guys' history with the Golden Girls is. Oh. And if I you mean, watched I'm, it with your grandma, don't even talk about it because everyone watched it with their grandma. <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, my, not, my, yeah, not yeah. me. My grandmother it's, wasn't about it. Really? Uh, my grandmother might have passed away sometime. No, she was still kicking by the time Golden oh, when Girls was, was on. on. Yeah. I was like, you weren't sure if she was alive or not currently. And I was a little concerned. She's a Schrodinger's grandma, so I don't know whether she's <laughs> alive or dead. Oh. Uh, 
Saturday nights, it was this yeah. and uh, yeah. Empty Nest. Yes. So my parents would always go out on Saturday nights and leave me with a babysitter. So I would mm. play Mario parents Brothers. Were doing cocaine. <laughs> if you knew, if you Class. knew, if you knew Marty Adorba, you would the, <laughs> the most non cocaine yeah. people. Like Norma's actually kind. Of, I was saying just now, I was like. Be uh, Dorothy kind of reminds me of his mom. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Like yeah. that very like dry queen of the side eye. Nice. Like over it. Wow. So she's that like is Norma to a T. Yeah. <laughs> she's a B. Norma to a B. Okay. What about you, Naomi? Cool, cool, cool. Me? Okay, I saw it in reruns. Yeah. You know, so it was like so you reruns. weren't an original era no, person. No, no, no. It came out, like when I was a little bit older, and it was on, and I was just kind of like flip through, and I yeah. remember just thinking they were so weird and loving Rose the most. Oh, really? See, yeah, Rose was my favorite as a kid, too. When I was younger, and now now I'm all about Dorothy. Oh, interesting. But I thought Rose was like... It's kind of like... So dumb and so hilarious. Yeah, she was in it. But <laughs> see, I don't see her as dumb. I see her as sort of like lovingly naive. You know what I mean? She's very literal in everything she does. And I can relate to that because as am I. I'm very... Really? Yeah, you tell me something and I will believe it. If it's not... If like you if you deliver it, right. like seriously, I will believe you. <laughs> can I say something? When I Please. was young... Uh, I was a Blanche. I was a I was a prude. Yeah. At my bar mitzvah, I said that the band could not play Madonna because I found her to be scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> so Blanche to me was always Wait, as a thirteen year old. <laughs> you were like, I don't agree with Madonna's sexual positivity. Please don't play her. Yes. Well, no, it wasn't that. It, I didn't phrase it like that. I, her at a bar mitzvah? Like yeah, Madonna? they did. They at did. a little straight boys me. bar mitzvah? Yeah. They played yeah. like, probably they played like uh, uh, Material Girl or something. I don't know. Pop like a bar mitzvah. Pop it up, preach at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> 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 yeah. preach at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> they played something, but I just remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I just remember her being like. I was, I was like, no one could perform their sexuality in public. Interesting. And so, and so Blanche to me was always the most, I was like, ah, what was she doing? Why is she so sexy? But now you appreciate it. I appreciate, yes, I appreciate that she is like out there with her sexuality. Yeah. That she is not letting uh, age or like society's um, kind of uh, way that they put older women in a little mm-hmm. pen and mm-hmm. say they, Post-menopause, you ain't allowed to have sex. Nope. I appreciated that she was... You literally just made so many straight women wet. <laughs> You're just like, this straight man just dropping those truth bombs. Honey. That's, that's on brand for me. He's V-woke. Yeah. He's V-woke. V-woke. You V-woke. Know? If it ain't woke, don't try to fix it. You know? <laughs> that's what I say. Okay, should we get started with the episode? Yeah, Woo, let's so do There's it. so many a things to talk journey. about. There's a true so many journey. Things. It really was. I mean, it was an emotional journey it for was. these characters. Well, Blanche mainly. Blanche, Because yeah. this is the episode where, this episode, like, technically it is about Blanche and, and a man that comes in saying that he he is the son of of her, you know, dead husband, uh, George. Whereas what I think most people remember this episode for, let's be real, is the <laughs> it's the episode where Sophia and Dorothy dress up as Sonny and Cher. Mm, right. Like, that's what that's really what it's about. Right. Let's be real. <laughs> um, but there's a whole episode, and we must get to it. So, Dorothy, uh, we enter into the kitchen. Dorothy mm-hmm. is sitting there at the table. Sophia stage comes up. Said. Stage interior. Golden <laughs> Girls Kitchen Interior. Day Oh Day. but this was the crazy thing Which is like Watching this I haven't seen an episode In a long time And I'm amazed At, at It just brought all these memories Back about the 80s And how mm-hmm. you could have An establishing shot You showed the yeah. Executive producer And co- yeah. you know You had all the credits coming up 
and they just doesn't really let, exist anymore. Let it, yeah, they let yeah. it kind of breathe a little bit because now they're just like we need to get all the time we can because there's so many ad commercials. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So now the show's like 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like also short. No, but everything's an Adult <laughs> Swim show these days. Yes, these yeah. are the good yeah. old days. I know that but, when you could actually do things on TV. Yeah, but it could breathe, and you, you yeah. had this almost kind of like it was very theatrical, almost the way that it started. Oh, well, it's yeah. very theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is oh the best God. play I've ever seen. I mean, it, we'll get into the Tennessee Williams elements of it later. Yeah, but yeah, we open in the kitchen. Dorothy has a very theatrical line in it. Um, yeah, so Dorothy is sitting there at the kitchen. Sophia comes in and pays her a compliment. Sophia's trying to butter Dorothy up. Why? Because it is the Shady Pines mother-daughter pageant. There's no, the phrase Shady Pines yeah. is... On my scruff, scruff is like, a, a, oh, like an aware. app you're yeah, aware. I, I mean, you never know. You never know. That's oh, sweet of you. Oh, it's like, Shady okay. Pines is my name on there. <laughs> and I say, like, if you get it, like, you get points. Right, right. Yeah. Like, they should, You'd like... You'd be amazed at how many people don't get it. And then people... I had someone today message me being like... I, I then said what the reference was for, and then he was like, oh... You know, I hate to admit this, but I've never seen an episode. And, like, so many people do that to me. So many people want to tell me that they've never seen the Golden Girls. And, like, this is a joke, but, like, it's true, too. Like, I don't, like, judge. I don't say, like, oh, I've never worn ugly old navy like you. But, like, (laughs) like, I don't put that out into the world. Like, I just sort of accept and be like, oh, you're a fan of the Golden Girls. Great. I don't need to tell you how inadequate I am. You know? (laughs) Yeah, I I can't I can't with these people. By the but way, it happens. <laughs> Weird Al doing a doing a parody of the pavement song Shady Lane oh. about the Golden Girls. Really? Shady Pines. I know. I'm saying I'm pitching this. Oh, you're pitching it. <laughs> we're like, in Hollywood it, it right exists, now. We're, we're here in L.A. Hey, Joan. Oh, I just oh, you got to have a pipeline of Weird Al. Get this going. BP. Always be pitching. Pines. Everybody wants one. I just saw him on some celebrity name game show, so maybe we can catch him there. He's very busy these days. Let's catch him. But Dorothy is not feeling it, and Sophia's like, I have to beat Gladys Goldfine. Like, I have to. Like, she's pushing it. She's pushing it hard. And, and, if and only she knew that Gladys Goldfine's family were survivors. I know. Maybe she wouldn't be so <laughs> adamant. Like, give her a victory. Gladys Goldfine was a survivor. I'm surprised. No, her family. I'm surprised. Like, like, yeah. They never had, like, a Holocaust joke on this episode where they're like, so she had a bad time in Germany, didn't we all? <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, like, save it for the spec script. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> I like um, no, GG reboot. She tries to, like, you know, butter Dorothy up by using sympathy, being like, I just, I, I just, I just need to feel alive again. I feel so old. I mean, what I do I to, left? I need to, I need to be, I, I need to be not always reminded that I'm trying to stay awake on the John. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, classic, if I'm on the John, yeah. yes. you know, yeah. it was a classic uh, rule of three yes. joke. Well, they mean, are these these th- joke writers on point for this perfect episode. comedy. I mean, that's never that's never been the question. So Dorothy yeah. relents. Dorothy eventually gives into it and says, "Fine." What do you do think it. the character motivation is behind that? Do you think she really like? Do you well, think in her mind she's like? Ah, uh, kind of. You know, it might be fun to actually do this. It would be nice for my mom, but also, like, no. I wonder if it would be fun. No, I don't think she maybe there's it's like fun a secret part of her. She's literally thinking like, this is gonna make Sophia happy, and she is fe- feeling like she's old, and that's something that Dorothy doesn't want her mother to feel like. So I really do think it's genuine. Her motive is behind this. It's just empathy. It's just yeah. no, totally. just, there's nothing. Nice. So there's nothing in her where she's like, it might be kind of. No, I, I think. Mean, yeah. I think it's all like empathy. Because she it's all jumps just, into that share impression. Yeah. She really like. Yeah. Commits. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that moment. 
when we talk about that. It's so good. Um, so they go we're into in the... We're going in order. Foreshadowing. We're going in order. Yeah, we're going in order. Foreshadowing. 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 My I like it. I like it. I'm down with the guys. I do this all the time, too. I'm always <laughs> jumping ahead way too far. Um, so we go into the living room, podcast. and Rose is wearing a onesie. Okay. I, I can't tell if it's a onesie or no, if it's... Is it, it is a onesie? a onesie. It's also like... It's like um almost... It's, like a, it's an orange it's like onesie. A I was going to say rust. Oh, rust. Okay? It's like rust. a little rust coppery colored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the waist on her. She... Just, I mean, it that is... That damn thing was just fuck. like six Cinch. inches. Ugh. And I was like, oh, I'm like jealous of this grandma's body. Yes. I was legit jealous of the figures I was watching oh. the last half hour. So the doorbell rings and a young man... Is at the door, and, oh. and so so denim right up to his nipples. Blanche is the one. I think <laughs> so he came to the door. Yeah, I but thought they were overalls like for a second. They were, yeah, yeah. The pants were, really so were so high, right? So I'm like, so that's high. the first red flag. Yes, moose so knuckle. I thought he was like he was uh, fishing. I thought he was going out fishing. That's how high they were. <laughs> Does that makes sense. And Blanche, yes. is the, Blanche is the one who answers the door, right? Um, and and Blanche, Blanche. You know, he comes in and he basically says he's he's looking for George Devereaux, Blanche's deceased well, husband. Well, no, it wasn't Blanche who answered the door. Oh, it's it Sophia? Sophia. Oh, you're right. Because then he's like, hold on a second. And then she turns around and is like, and then realizes, and she turns around and goes, he's dead. <laughs> Which I just love the moment where she's like, okay, because I get that, where you're like, sure. Like, you just want to yeah. say yes. And yeah. you're like, wait. And then she thinks about it and she's like, oh, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. I forgot I'm sorry. about that moment. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, and, then, and then he says he's selling, like, encyclopedias. encyclopedias. Because that sets off a whole thing about encyclopedias and St. Olaf. Which, yeah, which is just ridiculous because. The, the wackest cover. It was like, you clearly don't know how to not seem creepy. Yeah. That was the most random thing. You could have I'm said. Sell- I'm selling knives. Any you any <laughs> want to buy a knife? <laughs> Well, and Dorothy calls it, it out. I'll put the knife Dorothy. in you. <laughs> just, keep, just keep breathing. Just Close keep breathing. the door, Blanche. <laughs> Blanche. Blanche doesn't think anything of it. Blanche just thinks he's, like, cute and young and Always. whatever. Like, how are we surprised that Blanche was never, like, the start of a damn SVU episode? Because <laughs> she will trust a man. You know what I'm saying? Any old man, she's like... He fine. Why don't we follow him to the alley? It's like Blanche. Girl, how have you survived this long with that thirst? I mean, she's your got vision. a thirst. She's got a thirst. She's a thirst. So Dorothy calls it out saying, like, oh, that was weird. That that why didn't he try to sell them any encyclopedias? Right. And then that goes into a Rose story where Rose is like talks about the, the was it Charles who who was who was selling encyclopedias in her town? I don't think it anyone in particular. It wasn't a person. The she way said they that sold they, it. They sold yeah. them. They carried around two whole volumes. Yes, right. worth. Yes. She's like, why would they be carrying fifty-two? Yeah, and then Dorothy, right? You know, rightfully so, asked, why don't they just carry like thirteen on each arm? Right. That way, it evens out. And then literally, Rose is like. I have to make a phone call and like just get some. That's, yeah, that's, like, that's where I'm like, who is she calling? She's, like, she's probably Hello, calling St. Olaf she's Encyclopedia the mayor. Warehouse. The mayor. It's probably oh, the been mayor. the same mayor for a long Why does the mayor, time. How does the mayor have any control over the commerce? Is it a socialist? Is St. Olaf a socialist <laughs> city? She calls the mayor and the mayor's like, oh, I'll get right on it. We've yes, been because selling the mayor, encyclopedias The wrong? mayor's probably also the encyclopedia salesman. You know, I always <laughs> imagine St. Olaf as whenever she says, I imagine the town from the Smurfs. Oh. <laughs> Does anyone else? Does feel like St. Olaf is like I want to know. Have they ever, you know more about this than I do, have they ever actually talked about who the saint 
Saint Olaf was. No, They've no. never actually delved into I don't into believe like, so. I mean, now I, I I get a lot of things wrong, so I'm going to put that to our listeners, fans out there. If you guys know if they've ever talked about it, I don't believe they have. Was he like? Was he like crucified for being a dummy? Maybe. Like, was that? <laughs> no, he probably was crucified for like being lactose intolerant. <laughs> you know what or I they mean? got the wrong guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. The yes. Guy, yes. Uh, and then we found out that David wasn't actually lactose intolerant. It was his brother who was the real saint, <laughs> David oh, wow. Olaf. It's always David too many Davids. Oh, wow. so, um, many. so it's the next day. They're in the kitchen and and they're all kind of sitting around. And Blanche walks in. Blanche walks in. Looking. She is excited Ooh. about being stalked because that David man ran. She, she saw ran. him. In the grocery store, and oh. he was undressing her he with is, his ass. She's wearing this is her blue and gold. She was wearing a uh, classic Meshack Taylor. No, this wasn't outfit. blue and gold. Yeah, this was the Meshack Taylor. Oh, oh, Taylor. It, was right. the, it was the orange yeah. long silk jacket with some sort of animal print. Yes, almost halter. Okay, and then yes. the high waisted gold pant. What we should say this is uh, mannequin Meshack Taylor, not designing women Meshack Taylor. Yes, right? yes, yes. So I'm talking mannequin wanna, too I, yeah. on the moon. I just wanna, yeah. I I have a feeling. I'm getting this sort of just like a, a vibe here, but I have a feeling that maybe my golden co-host from afar who is sick, Carrie, has something to say about this David stalking moment. So let's okay. just let's just take let's give Carrie a moment. Hey guys, hey Jalen, it's Carrie. Uh, I'm so bummed that I was not there with you today to record the episode, but I watched it and I do have some thoughts. I want to talk about David for a second. Uh, David, great actor, Mark Moses. He did such a great job. But his plan, he had all this time. He was coming from Dallas. He had all this time to think up like a good game plan to try to get to know Blanche. And the game plan that he comes up with is just to go to the door and be like, hello, I'm selling encyclopedias. Your husband's name was at the top of my list of leads. Like, in what world do encyclopedia like when he's not a cop he's not a detective like who gets a lead as an encyclopedia salesman he just like I don't know I just thought that was like the worst plan that somebody could have come up with and I also found it funny that Blanche in no way was like perturbed or concerned at the fact that he was like clearly a stalker like she was so blasé about it he comes to her door he knows where she lives he's following at the grocery store she even calls it a fatal attraction and yet she's like oh i'm so charmed like she's not even pissed about it i would have been terrified if i thought that a man was following me around um but anyway it's i i do love this storyline um the last thing I want to say, because I'm sure you guys are going to talk in great detail about the story, but I, I did have to point out how crappy I thought David's plan was. Last thing, Blanche's grandson's name is also David, and now this guy's name is David. Like, the writers couldn't come up with any other name. Uh, like, now you have two guys who played just David on the Golden Girls. Like, their IMDb pages must be very confusing. Um, those are sort of my thoughts about that story. I know you guys will get into all the good stuff, but those were sort of my two things that I took issue with. Uh, yeah. That was great. That was great. It was true. Beautiful. That was real. That was, that was, real. That was yeah. real. She like came in. I mean, even in Whew. her illness. I know. You know? Carrie, Carrie. Even in her illness, she was on it. She was By on the, point. I gotta ask. She'll be back, I'm sure. Now, the rumor is that she's yeah. become an anti-vaxxer and she yes. got smallpox. Is yes. that true? That's true. Oh, it's God, true. Carrie's got smallpox. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie actually is going to be what saves America because it's going to take out all the bad ones. 
Oh, so she's like a stealth. Yeah. She became she's, an anti-vaxxer. She's the Gwyneth Paltrow from that movie where the epidemic took everyone's life. Oh, Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow was like, epidemic. What's the Sliding called? doors. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare in love. Yeah, right. That's right. it. That's it. Okay, so we're in the kitchen, and, and Dorothy, or Blanche, thinks that she's being stalked mm-hmm. by this man, and Dorothy is really concerned. Dorothy says that he's creepy, this is weird, like we don't know right. much about. If that's true, it's not a good thing. It's this not what I mean. a like, good Blanche, this is not thing. good just because a man looked at you. Yes, exactly. And and um, so they go to Rose and they ask Rose, Rose, what do you think? And Rose takes a beat and she literally says, a sex crazed psycho with a granny complex. <laughs> and it's like, it is like one of the best Rose lines <laughs> ever. And then she like takes another pause and she's like, Sorry, Blanche, I got to call him like I see him. <laughs> Which was to me, it was almost like not even Rose. Like no. it was hilarious, but I was no. like, Rose, I'm into this but version of But those are the best you. Rose moments. Well, do you know what it is? It's like they'll let her be dumb. She's. It's like the person, you know, it's a device that's used in a lot of scripts where like they'll give that one, they'll give a person like a lucid moment. Right, a and lucid they, moment, or someone, yeah. Or someone who's quiet the entire time. Yes. Like uh, a silent Bob. Yes. She's a silent Bob, right? <laughs> He's quiet the entire time and then he gives one little bit of knowledge at right, the end. Right, right, right. changes the arc of the protagonist right (laughs) and that's (laughs) that's rose right she dumb saint olaf story dumb saint olaf story dumb saint olaf story then like oh he's a psycho with a granny complex then a truth bomb exactly and you're like how how do they i forget how they get into the living room but they get in the living room david comes over to make the confession again again and i believe it might even be the next day yeah and then well but isn't she wearing the same outfit blanche is wearing i think it's the same you're right she's oh right when she does she you're right because i remember it was like really hard for me to stay with her anger yeah. in her outfit. Yes. Like, I was like, I can't really care right now because you're like... Because your outfit is yeah, like so designing like women. I can't. Yeah, yeah. But... It's a, sh- it's a sugar baker outfit, right? It's a sugar baker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sugar baker outfit. Um, so he comes over to, to essentially confess that this is the story, that, that George is his father and that he George had an affair at some point. And, and Can we talk for a second, by yeah. the way, about just... How serious the actual story is. Yes. I, I was trying to think of like a comparable this and this was isn't this seems typical, if I remember correctly, about the Golden Girls, where they would have serious topics. Yeah. As opposed to like a lot of times in the eighties it was like you would have to wait for the special episode. Yeah, no, for the, yeah. you know, the like the Golden Girls Gary Coleman getting real. Yeah. yeah. Gary Coleman getting molested episode or like what you know, there was one special yes. episode and then everyone else is just goofy, like um I Hi, I'm great. Great, keep going. Different strokes. Uh, I love it. Stub my toe. Yeah, there's your there's your A plot. Yep, stub toe. I'm into that. Hi, this is my Mr. Drummond impression. (laughs) Everyone thought that's on you. Everyone (laughs) thought that was Gary Coleman. Everyone thought that. No. So Blanche is clearly devastated. I mean, she, I mean, what the best moment is too, because again, we always see Blanche and she's always just like, fuck, just like fucking clickety clack, yeah. clack, clacking in her heels, <laughs> clickety clack, clack, clack. And then he's like, and like, it's crazy how much he gives. It's not just like, oh no, that's my father. Like he not only did your husband, she, he like maintained our lifestyle. Yeah. He was lying to you. Not just the one time he knew what he did and kept giving me money throughout Which, my entire I mean, life. I have to say, even though he lied, that is a fucking noble thing to do to make like that. He could have just not paid for that kid. Well, he was a Southern gentleman. That's true. You know, that's true. Um, but Blanche's reaction to it. I, this is what oh, I love it was about amazing, Blanche. Though. It, was like, it was so real. Is that Blanche has 
Blanche has these moments of sort of like depth to her character that all of a sudden she's like super serious yes. and she like yes. she can turn really quickly mm-hmm. and make it almost an emotional moment. Yeah, and oh, she did that in this case. Well, scene. especially because you know she's like, get out, get out of my house, get out. Yeah, and it was just like, oh my god! I did not hear what you said. Get exactly. out I mean, of my house. Do not hear, get out. Which you know? I mean, how often do you? I mean, I've I've definitely had that reaction before where someone tells me something and I even had like, you know, just the other day, some some guy bailed on me. It was a Ugh. very like intense rejection for a hookup. Ugh. It was like one of these moments. But it was in a, and I texted some friends and they were all like, Yeah, fuck him, fuck him. And I kept they kept asking questions about him and I, I had to be like I what is going on outside? Do you hear that? I do. It might just be. Oh wait, here. Oh, it's someone's someone's vacuuming. That's what oh, I hear. Oh, is it a vacuum? Oh, it was a lawnmower. Oh, it was your landlord reliving Vietnam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I have a very intense landlord. Um. Anyway, I and and they have like she has this moment where it's just so incredibly serious. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm always impressed by Blanche. Always. Well, they are all very good at turning on a dime. Yes. You know, the same way Rose was just like, what? Yeah. He cried. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah. the whole dynamic is um, amazing watching this, which is like one person gets to be the weird one and everyone else straight mans that one person. Yeah. So yeah. Every, they take turns right. being the oh, weird one. I forget when I, I got distracted by the vacuuming, I remember what I was saying. So I texted these friends and my friends were coming back at me asking, Asking questions about the guy, just like and Blanche, when David left and Blanche closed the door, and there was this silent moment, and she said, "I don't want to talk about it." It was, it was like I, I know that reaction very intimately because it's like there are those moments where sometimes you don't, you don't want to be asked questions about something it's too close to the skin. Exactly, you don't want to have to like yeah. keep just, just go pushing into let it. Let me feel it. Right. Like, let me just feel it for right. this moment and right. just be angry for me or be right. upset or be pissed or right. whatever. Um, but just don't ask questions. And I get that. And and Blanche has that where she kind of comes back into the room afterwards and, and she she says, how could George cheat on me? And there is that is that level because she is a real beauty. Right. She's known for her beauty. She's known for her sexuality. She's known for... And she was almost relentlessly monogamous to him. You know what well, I mean? Right. Like, especially given, you know, especially when we see, like, she could get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. if she was staying with you... You were lucky. Well, and she has there- that where she says, uh, she says that she could have, she could have had an anchor on sixty minutes, and then, <laughs> and then she leaves the room, and then Sophia just without missing a beat was like, "Bet it was Morley safer," and everyone nods. Everyone's yeah, like, yeah, yep, everyone yep, nods. That checks out. That definitely, feels right. Definitely Morley safer. <laughs> there was a moment in the next scene where they come into the kitchen. You love the kitchen scenes because it's always like, it's always like, well, the nighttime kitchen. I call them a pajama jammy jam. It's like the, the, you know, the, the middle segment where the, everything happens in the middle and they come into the kitchen. They have to talk about things. It's always those moments and they're so perfect. And I love it. I think I remember seeing on this show the first time I saw, which is like my favorite sitcom gag, which is when someone has, they have a giant cake on the table. Mm -hmm. It's like nighttime and they're sad and they cut a slice of cake and they put it on a plate and then they pick up the rest of the cake on the tray. The yes. idea that they're about to eat the whole cake and yes. they just left the slice for someone else. And that was, was on this is what I saw for the first time. And I remember being like, oh, that's a good one. That's <laughs> hilarious. Here's a question. Do you think I learned how to emotionally eat by watching Golden Girls as a child? I mean, I think so. Think about how common it is. It's like, not only is it you emotionally eat, but then you figure it out. Do you emotionally eating. eat? Are you an emotional eater? Girl. 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 <laughs> Girl. Girl. 
great to come. It is at our house. I'm, yeah. okay. we, really, are, we are. I'm more of like a when I get really upset, I don't want to eat. Oh, I oh. wish. And I don't I wish. And I, I hear these things, and I'm like, I wish. I know. No. I mean, I I'm still like I I got hips. Like I'm I, I eat guys. Like <laughs> she's don't had worry. to hide if she has potato chips. Yeah, <laughs> she's had to hide them in other like rooms other than the kitchen. Yeah, so I, I don't like get I won't them in have a moment stuff like that in the house. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't have. I the only th- the only weaknesses I can have is I can have like. I can have like fucking like basic as fuck chocolate, like we're talking extra dark, like little sugar, yeah. like ninety percent cacao. Yeah, basically, Ooh. and and wine. I can have that, but that's like it. That's okay. the, that's all I can have. Yeah, maybe bread. Um, <laughs> uh, but Blanche comes into the kitchen for this middle moment, and she has a line oh, that is probably one of the best lines in the series. I think she comes in and she's she looks gorgeous in this nightgown, and she says, and I quote. I couldn't sleep. Oh, it must be from living with old people. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like perfect. And basically, they talk about why do men cheat? Why, how, why did George cheat? You know, and, and Rose says that that Charlie never cheated on her. And and uh, because of some rules in Saint Olaf, the, again, they, they the were town very from strict because the, the divorce laws. The divorce, like right. you had to you had to give the wife everything that didn't ferment or something. By yeah, the way, is that typical? Yeah. What? Like that, like ninety percent of Rose's stuff was Saint Olaf stories. Oh, is mainly, that, yeah, right. So yes. they, they, that's all the writers were writing for her. They weren't like, yeah. oh, we could just write a like a fun joke I mean, in there. They had, no, of course, they have some moments. Like, I mean, I think her her reactions in the next scene is really good with the Sunny and Cher moments. She right. has some great physical moments there that are almost stealing the scene from <laughs> Dorothy and Sophia a little bit. Oh, those wide uh, eyes. Yes. Oh my God. But they talk about why do men cheat? And towards the end of the scene, it gets to a point where, um, Dorothy, who is almost the voice of reason in a lot of ways, yeah, because of all of the, of all of the women, which I'm surprised they didn't go more into this of all of the women in that room. Dorothy's the one who most intimately knows what it's like to be cheated on because her husband left her for another right, woman. Right. And that's the whole point of how she got into this house. Right. Right. And her whole story and Stan always being around and how mo- her, how Sophia always mocks her for getting mm-hmm. knocked up and all these things. And, and I'm surprised Dorothy didn't parlay more information to right. Blanche in this moment, you know, yeah. about being cheated on and what it's like. But she didn't, and, and but she does. Like a, the, you know, they they saw the show clock, and they're like, "Well, we only have this much time for this yeah. act." But but they gave it to Rose. They well, gave that story to Rose. They gave that connection of, about being cheated on to it Rose. Pays off then. It does. Well, right, always. But it then does. I thought it was interesting though. They made Sophia Sophia's story being cheated on almost like the joke is twofold. The joke being that like. He's like, she's like, oh yeah, your father cheated on me, you know, and Dorothy's surprised. She's like, yeah, just because I was pregnant with your brother and gained 40 pounds and was crying all the time. He had a wandering eye. And it was almost like, oh, so we don't blame him? Oh, we blame I like, him. I was like, it sounds like. We blame him. I mean, <laughs> in, the, we, in the last like, episode, I think it was the last episode, There's a, Sophia has a line that, that, uh, he was masturbating for like a month or something. He was like masturbating Straight? all day. Yeah. Was, was like, he edging? I think. Oh. <laughs> Look at what he does. I know. I can't leave him alone with the internet. No, you can't. I can't leave him alone with the internet edging. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but Dorothy does sum up men in two very good lines where she says there there are two ways of explaining why men cheat. And she This is her line where, and I think a past guest, uh, I don't know if you guys watch Drag Race at all, but a past guest of ours, Alaska Thunderfuck, Mm. Good friend of the podcast. Uh, she'll be on. So the next episode after this is the live episode where we watch the the AIDS episode, the 72 hours. Ooh. And Alaska was a guest. And it is so much fun. And you guys definitely want to tune in next week for that. But Alaska, I think the last time she was on this podcast, she 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 has a way of 
pronouncing this line. So Dorothy has this line in this scene where she says, men are victims of an evolutionary process. <laughs> and the way she says process, I yeah. feel like Alaska has said that before. Process. process. Um, but yeah, she has this like, she, she's explaining it, why she's, and then she says, and the second reason, and Blanche asks, what's the second reason? And she says, men are scum. Right. Which is like, perfect. <laughs> right. But, the right. Valerie Solanas line. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so it cuts to the next scene. And it's a deep cut. Is anyone going to get that? <laughs> I mean, they will get it. Someone will, we have, our listeners are meta as fuck. And they get, they get violently angry when I like fuck up quotes because I'm known to fuck up quotes because I have other things happening in this brain to make it be amazing. Hey, um, back off of H. Allen, thank guys. Thank you. I love you guys though. Uh, I just won't respond. Anxiety. Um, but so, it's, so Rose is at the piano and Rose is playing and out walks Sophia and she's dressed as Sonny. However, <laughs> Rose thinks it's what was his name? Danny Henning? Doug Henning. Doug, Doug Henning, Henning, the magician Henning. from the 70s. I don't remember Doug yeah, Henning. I don't know oh, it was he's like a pre David Copperfield. Oh, okay. If yeah. That helps. No. If that helps place him in uh, I mean it helps understand who he culture, is. And the pop culture sediment, mm. the archaeology of, <laughs> of magic, yes, of pop magic, the pop magic history, pop magic world. Uh. Sounds like a Lady Gaga moment. Uh, and then they, she starts, she's she starts playing the music, and it's obviously "I Got You, Babe" by Sonny and Cher. And by the way, she sounds like the mom on All in the Family singing the theme song. Yes. Oh my god, the two yes. of them singing. But well, well, wait, we have to well, build yeah. up so yeah. Dorothy coming out. Okay, okay, I so, got wait. you, babe. So. Wait. Sophia starts singing. So, or Sophia stands there. Yeah, she comes out and she's looking hilarious in like this Fu Manchu mustache yes. and her glasses. <laughs> yes. So I'm already like handling Sophia. Yes. And is like, I'm the mayor of Palm Springs. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Whatever. And she's like hilarious. Yeah. And then she goes up to the to the piano and Rose can't even. She can't. Rose is literally like she's her like her wide eye, like, like her, she's eyeing. like afraid. She's afraid. It's she's crazy. Like, like like something's about to happen, and she doesn't know what. Like she's afraid of being hit. Yes, like that kind of like wide fear in her eyes. And but she starts to play anyway. You know they're really building it up. You well, like because they know what's they, coming. They know what's happening. So they're like, okay, you send. The, we're gonna. We need to get that wide shot. We need to take in. Yes, Dorothy's entrance. Yes. Oh my God, Ooh. Dorothy! Dorothy's wearing a costume outfit, essentially of Cher, like of the Sunny and Cher days, seventies yeah. sort of long beaded uh, things are yeah, happening. Hair down to her butt, hair down to her butt, and B. Arthur is committing to this moment on such a level. Now, B. Arthur, <laughs> this is why I asked earlier: is yeah. was it? Is there some secret part of her that's like that, like wanted it? Well, B. Arthur, let's. Keep in mind and, and give respect where respect is due. B. Arthur started in musical right, theater. Right, right, she right. is a singer. She's a yeah. trained singer. That but is Dorothy, what... the psychology of, of the character, <laughs> not of, of the actor who's playing the character. I'm talking about the about the No, uh, I think that if Dorothy's gonna do it because Dorothy's a boss, <laughs> like yes. she's like if she doesn't really want to do it, but she's gonna do it, she's not gonna do it badly. Like, no. She's not gonna have that. No. Exactly. Like okay. she's no. Dorothy, like Dorothy. She, I think is she, not... she understands that middle area between caricature and actually doing it in a serious way. Like she's finding that middle ground. She picked up on Shares sort of like tongue thing, yes, yes. and a little bit like I like how she even struggled with the hair pull, right? Or the hair flow back, like because it was in her way, and you could tell she had never had long hair in her life. <laughs> she the was just like, How do I do this? Right? The difference between Wayne Campbell yes. and Austin Powers, right? She, oh, Wayne Campbell is such a straight boy God. reference. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What Wayne you? Campbell was inhabited. Mike Myers fully became Wayne Campbell. But yes. Austin Powers was was just uh, a skin that he put on, like Buffalo what are you, Bill. What are you saying? <laughs> like I'm not even here for you right now. 
I do choose to give you my heart, but I'm not here for you right now. Oh, God. So they sing the song, and then Rose just stops abruptly. I mean, just only one verse in, which I thought was so... It's a crunch of the the piano. It's too close to home because it just reminds her of St. Olaf in the 60s. And Dorothy thinks, oh, college unrest, civil rights. You know, Vietnam, Vietnam, you know, the real, the sixties were the, a turbulent time. The real things that were happening in the sixties. And then Rose says opposite side parking. I mean, cause apparently the people now I don't get what is opposite side parking. Like street cleaning. So you like, you don't park side. on the, yeah, you don't park on the one side on like Tuesdays and Thursdays cause of street cleaning. But then I guess the problem was that no one knew which side was the opposite side. They didn't get it. Cause they were like, well, every side's an opposite. I so want to know side we're not supposed to. Everybody in St. Olaf is slow. Yeah. <laughs> As you could tell, the fact that it was like, oh, this is just your people, Rose. That's what Rose's I'm saying. Whole vibe was, the, was the actual St. Olaf, was he a man who had been hitting that back of the head with a brick? No, I think, oh, this, I think the city, the town of St. Olaf, probably did not get a lot of natural light. Or was there a gas leak <laughs> that they never... Yes, like, it's like Centralia. <laughs> so Centralia. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, so the coal fumes came in up. Illinois. There's a Centralia, Illinois, I think. Oh. oh. Yeah. The one in Pennsylvania where there's a, a coal fire that's been burning for decades. Oh, yes. And I, met no a one, man, yeah. I met a man who did a documentary about that. At this the Soho same. House. Very Ooh. fancy. Oh, my God. You're the second person who mentioned Soho House today. It's I came with Los Angeles. I fancy. know it's fancy. It's very you fancy. You have to like, be a member. Yeah, I got invited. I'm definitely not a member. <laughs> um, you can just but, walk in, by the way, and say you're with someone. No. no I think it's they like, got to call that person. It's like a hard Sorry, thing. Noya House. Here's the yes. tip about Noya House. You can walk in, and as long as you say you're, you know Noya. the person. Yeah. I, know, I know Lola. <laughs> um, so to the to, to, oh, cap, to cap this Sunny and Cher moment, so Blanche walks in and Blanche says, "Oh, look at these cute care. Which one's Cheech and which one's Chong?" Which is a foreshadowing to the spinoff to the Golden Girls, the Golden Palace, mm-hmm. where Cheech Marin of Cheech and Chong fame played the cook on the Golden Palace. Now I had wow. this is how you can tell I'm not. I was not a stoner kid. I didn't ever do anything. I'm not a huge stoner in general, but I had to look up which one was Cheech and which one was Chong. Yeah. I didn't realize that Cheech had the same name as Cheech, right. the character. Right. I didn't right, get right. that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Has anyone ever done Cheech Marin, which would be a mashup between Cheech and Mark Marin? <laughs> I think you should do it, honey. That's we, your next podcast. Wait, guys, wait. I think, Carrie, I think Carrie has has something to say about the Sunny and Cher moment because okay. uh, this whole B plot, because I feel like she, Carrie is known in this podcast for being CSI a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I can, even though she's not here, I can feel her flipping out. Oh my about God, I this. can't wait. I need to know the facts. Feeling it, feeling it. Guys. Oh my God. I could watch Dorothy and Sophia as Sunny and Cher forever. Like I would, I would love a spinoff show of just Dorothy and Sophia dressing up as like different duets or like the Osmonds or the Bee Gees and just singing. I could watch hours and hours of that. I love, love, love this moment so much. And you guys know, like, I love a good beauty pageant talent show episode of the show. Uh, I was really hoping we were going to get to see the beauty pageant and maybe see the Donatella triplets, but like, that's fine. Um, I also really hope that Cher appreciates the shit out of B. Arthur dressing up like her and doing a flawless share. I got you, babe. It was so, so amazing. Um, I also thought it was funny that Blanche thinks that they're Cheech and Chong. That was hilarious. But like, there's a whole other meta layer to that because obviously Cheech Marin ends up being the cook in the golden palace. 
uh, which is pretty, pretty funny. Um, and then later when they're dressed in those gold matching dresses, I mean, when I think, you know, when Dorothy says, I look like the mother of a solid gold dancer to me in that moment, Sophia is literally the mother of a solid gold dancer. And she is also a solid gold dancer. Ah, wow. wow. Of course. Yes. This wow. one. I mean, obviously. She, I mean if, she, oh if only she were here. Oh my God. She's a real David Caruso. She, <laughs> that she, I'm so, <laughs> David Caruso. She really is. <laughs> I'm sorry that she has smallpox. Oh God. So she, so now Rose and oh, smallpox, I just got that. You, just, <laughs> you literally, because uh, I'm trying to do two jobs I here. Know, I, I can't know, focus I know. on You're my doing great though. Oh You're doing God. great. Carrie, You're doing great. You? I, don't, I don't take notes. Um, <laughs> so stressed. No. Uh, so she, Rose and, and Blanche have a moment now. This is where Rose has to admit something that Charlie did cheat did on her. Cheat on her. And she tells the story about Charlie coming home late one night and, and how he needed to, he couldn't see and he stopped and he ran out of gas, ran out of and gas he knocked on a farmer's, farmer's door. door and he, the, the, guy, the farmer said, "Yes, you can stay here, but you have to sleep with my daughter." And he did. And then you know, if only there had been lights outside, street lights, he would have known he was only two houses down from where he yeah. lived with yeah. mm-hmm. with Rose. And. Uh, Felt bad about it. Felt really bad about it. And yeah. and Blanche, I'm surprised Blanche. Blanche is actually listening to this story like she's listening to a five-year-old talk about how he got a boo-boo. You know what I mean? Where Blanche is like, well, that must have really hurt. And it's like, Blanche has never taken Rose this seriously until next week's episode when Rose might have AIDS. That is the only time oh she has ever taken gosh. her seriously. And so... And the Rose played on. And <laughs> oh... Hell no. Um, Wait, here, can I just add, I think maybe when you were asking why didn't Dorothy do the, and I said it pays off later, but also I think maybe they wanted to give Rose some kind of humanizing moment. Yes, Because they always play her as like the dummy. It's true. But she gets an AIDS episode in the next episode. What more humanizing does she need? Maybe they had an A room and a B room and they were (laughs) each writing and so they weren't paying attention to what the other room was writing. She does end it. She does end it in a very funny way where she says um, she says that she was so angry that she didn't make strudel for a year and Blanche is like That don't sound so bad. And and Rose says that was our nickname for sex. (laughs) Ooh, well, you really were mad. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? But she says something that I think is really poignant, where she's like, don't blame basically George's memory for a mistake. You know, yeah. a mistake yeah. that he, on many levels, owned up to. He paid for the kid. He, he, he did what a father really should do. really season two bloodlined it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Season two bloodline. Literally, I I don't even know what that means, but it just sort of I know it means bloodline some, on Netflix. I know it means something. Well, streaming I'm now a, on Netflix, I'm season three Netflix. soon. <laughs> so uh, so so it's the, it's the next day, and it's the night of the pageant, right? And it's the big pageant. Dorothy and Sophia, they come out. They look great. They're wearing some sort of gold. No, no, thing. silver. Gowns. Is it silver or gold? I it's thought it was like, gold. It was, I, it was, I it was like, like black and silver. No, it's gold Turner? to me. <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> I was trying to say Tina Turner, and I wanted to say it so badly. I'm like, I'm like oh, Tina Turner. It was like Tina Turner. It was like Tina Turner. 
<laughs> it was very Pointer Sisters. How's that? It was, pointer. It was like Except it was way baggier. Pointer. It was like it was like yeah, seven like, Pointer yeah. Sisters outfits. <laughs> right. It was like in one. A lot of like I wanted it because at first I thought they were they were jumpsuits, but they weren't. They were dresses, yeah. just like long, long. But then I just always felt, I always felt like why do you always give Dorothy all these shoulder pads when she's naturally broad? Yeah. I, I relate to that struggle, and I'm always like, take them out. I know it's like the 1990. I know we're still doing shoulder pads, but if you're naturally broad, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't. So they all get ready to leave. They're all leaving, and David comes over. And he, David is in the same clothes he wore three days ago. David is Duck Phillips. I don't know if we said that yes, already. Yes, David does yeah, not change clothes. David is Duck Phillips. Duck yes. Phillips from Mad from Men. Mad Men. Yeah. As a guy. young man with a questionable southern accent. Yeah, with and a moose out of like And a moose like knuckle. a regional Tennessee Williams play. Yeah. Oh, God. And he's just like... They have, regional production. And he just... And he comes back and is just like... Can you tell me about my daddy? Yeah. And I and just kind of felt does, like... He does make a good point about it. He's like, I know you can be angry, but that doesn't change the fact that he is my father. Right. Which, right. I mean, Blanche can't fight that. Right. You know, it's true. Like, But then I still felt that she actually kind of got on board way too fast. You think so? That's like, this is where I'm like, it is tricky in a half hour show to try to have these heavy emotional moments. Yeah. Because I sort of was like... This is like really not just to agree, but you know she ends up showing him pictures, yeah. and then even gives him a picture, yeah. Which I well, thought, let's, let's get into that. So okay. Blanche, Blanche, kind of comes around and, and she says that he served in Korea and that he was the top of his class and that he was very at charming Vanderbilt. at Vanderbilt. Yeah, and he was athletic, and the ladies loved him. And then she has a beat. Clearly, apparently so. Apparently Actually, so. If you yes. don't, if you if you misquote, I've learned they get very. I'm so angry. sorry. Uh, apparently yeah. so. Apparently, <laughs> apparently so. so. Oh my god. <laughs> apparently so, guys. <laughs> and so they sit down to Naomi, look at a scrapbook. We're gonna get death threats. What yeah. are you doing? Golden death threats. Oh I mean, god. it'll be the highlights of your careers, guys. Like yeah, it'll be wait. like someone wants to kill me. I actually. <laughs> I, I've thought about this for years. Speaking of stalking and David, when Blanche thought David was stalking him, I always thought it would be cool to have a stalker. Not like in a scary stalker way, but like in like a, oh, I just want to see you all the time way. Yeah, I used to think that too. So you mean you just want someone who's thirsty for you? Yes. I want I thirst. To, I used to think that <laughs> yes. the same way, but then if, whenever someone did, I was like, what's wrong with you? Did, because You actually had stalking. I've never, never had like a stalker. Never like a stalker, but like a guy where it's like, call me, I want to see you do that. And I remember, of course, when I was so desperado, it was like, that's all I want. But then you get it, and I realize, like, when someone's that way, before you've even, they really know you? Yeah. I'm like, ew. I have a lot of you guys. You don't even know me well enough to be that excited. I don't know what you're about. I have a lot of people who I think digitally stalk me. Oh, of course. In a way that. With their fingers? But. <laughs> <laughs> they only touch me with their iPhone. Just like, you like it, you like it, you like it. Um, no, they, I, I can tell by, I mean, you can always tell if someone is sort of like, you know, checking up on your game when they like like a picture from like months ago oh, of you yeah. with your shirt oh, off or something the dude some some freak creeped into naomi's oh. instagram account oh. just liked all of her pictures one day well, it was what's wrong very with that? intense i mean but it was so random i was like who are you yeah. and then what i hate the most about that on insta right he does that. I go to click. His account's private. I hate that. Ooh, I think once you come up in my space, yes. I should be allowed to see who you are. Nothing pisses me off more than if someone attaches an Instagram profile to a dating profile, and then you go to that profile, oh, no. and it's a blocked Insta- a private Instagram. Go fuck yourself. Right. I'm not following this piece of shit Instagram exactly. just because you think I, you literally you're on this Tinder game just to get Instagram followers. <laughs> Fuck you and your Disneyland gay pick. Hate you. Every gay man has a Disneyland pick. I'm ready for it to end. I'm ready for all these people to die. I'm sorry. I like Disneyland, but I want all of them but to go we have away. To get into- Was I hot and cold I, when we first started? What do you mean? 
I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I was like, I would be like, like you'd see me in line at like UCB or something. I'd just like give you a head nod or something. Right, right, right. Ooh, right. You're trying to play we, it cool. Well, yeah, we weren't even dating yet. Once we started dating, you were like real chill. Really? Even though like, meaning like there were no games, but he was still so emotionally repressed. It was like, do you like me? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a job, Had to wait right? for therapy until we, until yeah. uh, those emotional floodgates opened. Yeah. We have to stay back on the episode because Sorry. we have to go back to the Tennessee Williams oh, play. Well, so they're sitting down looking at a scrapbook. And what was so interesting was every photo that meant anything was on the first page of the scrapbook. I love that it was right there, too, right behind the couch. Literally, yeah. The George scrapbook. George and first page. Page one. Literally, the scrapbook has no other photos. It is only on the first page. Um, But what I thought was so great, like, literally, he comes in, though. But here's my thing. This is why I felt like it was a play. He walks in before she gets to the, you know, uh, pictures. And the first thing he goes, did my father like to fish? (laughs) And it's just like, what? And she's like... I always wondered, you know, did I like to catch crawl dance? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, okay, hi, how are you? And did you guys ever go fishing with your parents? No. Did you? Uh, JCC camp took us once a, su- <laughs> once a summer. We would go fishing. I, I was on. always freaked out that I would get. That I would um, cast the, the hook and it would that go in my eye. That happened to me. me it didn't, go, so I it didn't happen to happen my neck. Anxious. <gasps> yeah. Wait, it happened to Wait, your it neck? Wait, it really happened? At a lake. Yeah, someone, a friend, uh, ah! no, or someone, I don't know who it was, like casted, ah! a, casted a fish line or whatever, they, however the, whatever the terminology is. fish line, yeah. And it went into my fucking neck. That's my fucking neck. And literally everyone freaked out. And I was like, I, I, was, I was, of course, very upset, but I was also <laughs> like, you did that on <laughs> Who was it? Was like, it? Was it your was it a, uh, it was like, it was Gladys like Goldfine? It was like a friend. It was like a, a stupid. I mean, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't a Gladys It was Goldfine? a fucking stupid kid in class who, okay. like, oh god, I hate his, his name was Sam, and I think he said his father went to the moon. Oh my god, what a liar! I know, what a fucking piece of shit what liar. A liar. Anyway, um, so she she comes around and and her and David she have a moment, and she gives she, him a picture. Eventually. Right, she gets him have a picture. So cuts to. They come home because mm-hmm. Blanche now stayed home right. because she had to deal with right. David. I was like, I'm on and my way somewhere. Come back. Yeah, but she was nice about it. Yeah, she was. She was good. <laughs> and they come home, and who won the Shady Pines mother daughter beauty pageant? And you're led to think that it was yeah, Dorothy and Sophia, Dorothy but it's not Sophia. actually. It's not at all. Blanche. Rose and the comedy game is called that. Misdirection. Yes. <laughs> They were runners <laughs> up, though. They were runners up to uh, I forget the names, but ninety eight and seventy seven. So, so they, they got a pretty good shot. If they kick, of if step- one of them kicks, Dorothy and Sophia are on it. And but they did defeat Gladys Goldfine. That's what matters. That's what matters. You know, that's what matters. Sophia is not so happy about it because she's like Gladys has lost her game. You know, because yeah. age, age is she's age not is a worthy adversary anymore. Fucked with her game, but her she, brain is riddled with dementia. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> she does. It was funny that Dorothy is talking about Gladys, um, which this uh, gets to that joke. Dorothy is talking about Gladys, and she's like, she sang Tried to Remember from the Fantastics, and she forgot. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's a, Oh, right. She's like, she started with Tried to Remember and couldn't. Yeah. Or something. And you were just like, no, that's a good one. And then Rose, the writing is so oh, that was tight. A solid. The Josh Whedon's is Pappy is uh, yes. on point. On point with that one. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she, Jerome suggests cheesecake, and Sophia's like, the Shady Pine Circus is coming up. Why would a retirement home have a circus? That was my also first thought. Yes. Well, in like, my why? mind, it's like The Simpsons, like 
Shady Pines has a kind of flexible reality, and so whatever they want yes. to do there, yeah. they'll do there because it's always off camera. Anything can happen. Yeah, it's just like saying Olaf. Except for there is one episode where Shady Pines is seen. I think. Really? I think she has to go back to Shady Pines or something. Is it like an MC Escher like guys, crazy world? Correct. Of like correct. Weird... No, it's like it's it's a rundown place. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in a in, there's in a I mean I'm talking to the, you guys listening, right, listening because we can't. Uh, you guys, you can't. I can't correct. You, you. can't answer I this. I don't know. But do I'll... they revisit Shady Pines? I think they do. I could be wrong um anyway call the- in to 555 gold <laughs> and let us oh, know we should get that uh so all the ladies leave to go to the kitchen to have this cheesecake binge and uh blanche is sitting there and she pulls out this one picture again of george or just one picture mm-hmm. and she looks at him and she's like oh george like she's angry at it right but then she says and it's probably one of the better comeback callbacks of a golden girls episode ever she's like and I could have had Andy Rooney, <laughs> which is a 60 Minutes callback, yeah. too. So it wasn't Morley Safer. It wasn't no. Morley Safer. That's which a patient yeah. joke, by the that way. Is. Yeah. It's a really, this is, I think this was a very smartly written episode. Oh, very. Well, they're always so smart. I also, again, too, we were talking about the whole idea of taking time and breathing. Yeah. Most shows don't assume people remember anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that was literally probably act I don't know, one. They set exactly. that up in act, act one. one and Pay it off the ta- as the button of the episode. Of the yeah. episode, but it's like they don't even take that risk anymore. No. You know, because no. they're like, well, I don't know. If people were paying attention. They were probably playing Candy Crush. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they, Candy Crush soda. Specifically. You're correct. You're correct. <laughs> um, That's so funny. It was a really like. It was. I mean, it was an emotional journey. That was the episode, though. It was that so was it. good. Yeah. Wait, Andy, do you want to? Uh, H. Allen, we wrote a mini theme song. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. I know you guys have a theme song already. Right. We do. But, but just, I, was, I was getting ready this morning. I, I started singing. And this is such an appropriate episode for someone to perform a song. We were inspired. We were yes, definitely that, inspired yeah. by B. Arthur. Together, we'll sing it together. Sure. <clears throat> do, you, do you need? Do you need a thing? Yeah, we need a middle C. Me, 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 me. I don't know how to do this. Ready? Yeah. Out on the lanai where the chairs are folding and the girls are golden. Are golden. I messed up the tune. Okay. I you liked do it. it you do it. You do it. I liked it. Out on the lanai where the chairs are folding and the girls are golden. We're gonna have a good time. Oh, yeah. So that's it. Yay! <laughs> feel free to feel free to put music behind that. Feel free to. I might I might close the show with that. I might take that little bit and close the show with it, guys. <laughs> guys, okay. So at the end of every episode, we have a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration mm. that you can apply to your lives or the lives of our listeners. Mm-hmm. I will start to give you sort of an example. Um, I my golden takeaway is God. I'm glad I'm gay because. <laughs> I don't ever, ever, ever have to worry about an accidental child. I, True, no. I never in my life, I might have to worry about, you know, an accidental STD, but like yeah. those things you talk about once and you never have to talk to the person again. Right. Whereas right. a child keeps popping up because right, they have life. like thoughts and feelings and voices and shit. They need like school oh, tuition. God. So I am so glad that That's I right. am gay. Yeah. That's my golden takeaway. Um, My takeaway would definitely be, you know... If somebody come to your house saying they selling something but don't got a thing to sell, mm, question, they probably gonna kill you. They or nothing <laughs> good gonna happen. Nothing good gonna happen if somebody looking at you in the grocery store. Don't try to talk to them. No. Okay. No. You got to look alive. You got to be aware. These are four single girls. That's a windy call out too. You're, you're basically saying, "Watch out for the killer." You say, "I'm One always eye on the, killer. the call is same. coming from inside the same. house." Well, Naomi same. is 
such a true crime fanatic. Are right. you? I didn't know this about you. Oh, my God. You know about my other life, don't you? No. I host this with Margot Lightman, a, a podcast called Talking Crime, where we essentially solve mysteries and crimes. Oh, my God. That's like yeah. my dream. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm a lady detective. Yeah. What's your takeaway, Andy? Andy. Forgiveness. Me. Now. Oh, that's oh. sweet. Blanche, she was the victim of the ultimate betrayal. I feel like you're going to Which cry. is betrayal of the heart, uh, betrayal the of betrayal. the soul, uh, the ultimate. betrayal of the libido. Betrayal of the libido. Is that the ultimate, though? It's part Honestly, of it. All three of them. All three of them are the ultimate. Girls. What if you're it's really like the craving Voltron. cereal and you go and you find out that Naomi finished it and she just left the box there? Like, that's the betrayal. That's the ultimate betrayal. Well... Look, it's the Voltron of betrayal, right? It's the three pieces that form together. Wow, I didn't know that reference, okay? I I didn't even know it was a reference. That's how much I didn't know the reference. I didn't know it was a reference. What's Voltron? Uh, By the way, remember when Mike Myers played... uh, Why are you... We're the worst audience for all of your... Yeah. We are the last things you've said. I I know. I know. Ow, he poked me in the nipple. That's how I try to keep him in line, ladies. Make a mental note. (laughs) So, so no, forgive, but I think, forgiveness. But, but here's the thing. I do. Yes. So the denouement was rushed. You are right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. The, maybe she would not. Her emotions would not have uh, turned on that dime if this had been a Netflix series where she was allowed to <laughs> Bloodline season like, two, Bloodline season three uh-huh. coming wow. soon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. If she had been allowed to really like feel her feelings and kind of like process it, right. Andy. But <laughs> but go ahead. But the ultimate. Girl, girl, I didn't rush you when you were going through your lesson. That's correct. I feel like this this non-married couple is about to have a conversation. We prefer uh, almost married. Almost married. I could. I, I hope I'm invited. Hey, sure. if some, if you want to pay us the money to oh, yeah for the wedding, I'm I'm ordained. <gasps> Yeah. Love that. I could do that for you. Or Dane Cook. Hey. Oof. Guys. Oof. So that. forgiveness. Sorry. Anyway, the <laughs> point is, yes. I think everyone here can look at their, the, the people who have wronged them in their lives. Yes. And uh, like Jesus once said, forgive mm-hmm. them you and, are a Jew the, quoting Jesus. He I doesn't think, know the quote. I, stop. I, don't stop. Stop. I think this is a time where you just need to stop. Forgive them, you just my need to father, stop. for they know not what they do. Was that and Jesus? That's Blanche. Was that Jesus? Yes. Was that Forgive Jesus? them. You don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. <laughs> and Blanche was just like Jesus. She's the Jesus of this episode. <laughs> She's the Jesus of this episode. That is correct. That is correct. Stigmata. Wow, guys, this has been a fun episode. It really has. <laughs> so yeah. much fun. And we got a theme song out of it. I mean, how exciting is that you're gonna cut that out and just like throw it on the I'm gonna throw it at the end I'm gonna throw it on the bumper it's gonna be the end oh I was gonna say on the, on the cutting room floor no it's gonna be there oh, I don't edit shit we don't edit shit oh you don't we put it all in everything's in <laughs> all, and this this we, they are in for this ride our listeners oh. so where can people follow you guys on the interwebs Oh, me? All right. Uh, well, uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, at Andy Beckerman. I have two podcasts of my own. Beginnings, Ooh. a very serious interview podcast about uh, performers' childhoods. Nice. And uh, Snap Impressions, a very silly oh. podcast. It's a game show where comedians have to compete to do off-the-cuff impressions. Oh. It's live at UCB what in New York. What, what's, the, what's the last one called? Snap Impression. Snap live impression. at UCB in New York once a month. Nice. You guys should check that out, Naomi. You can find me on Twitter at Blacktress. Yeah. And on Facebook and Instagram at Blacktress Comedy. Because some girl took Blacktress on oh, both of those platforms. God. Would you call her a trifling bitch? 
probably. Oh my god. Uh, and, and what's that's... going on with you? Anything? Anything popping? Anything people should look for? No. <laughs> you should watch her Comedy Central yes, half Comedy hour. Comedy Central half hour. Oh, I've, okay. You forgot you had a Comedy no, Central just, half I hour. No, I just forget to. You can it, watch okay. it online on the Comedy Central app. Yeah. Or cc.com. He's your manager, isn't he? He's much better at it. I forget. <laughs> well, guys. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. You can follow me there. And thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. Thanks thank for having us. We miss Carrie, too. I'm sorry Carrie couldn't be here for this. I know. But she's, sorry, she's got the pox. She's got the pox, I you know. know. But and she still brought so much to the table. She the did. She had those, we had those epiphany moments with like Carrie. Good. and those were. She, it's like she was in the room, but she was so far away because we're <laughs> not about to get sick. And, guys, if you are liking what you are hurrying, you can go to outonthelanai.com for all kinds of GG fun. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golden girls podcast and on twitter at golden girls pod and if you like what you're hearing you want to maybe support the podcast you can go to patreon.com or no no don't go there you can go to <laughs> out on the lanai.com slash donate that's what you can do and you can set up a one-time donation or a monthly donation and remember next week we will be listening to the live episode 72 hours mm. very exciting very very exciting very, Carrie wasn't sick for that. She's going, definitely going to be there for that. And it's, it's with Alaska Thunderfuck, and Elliot Glazer makes an appearance, Ooh. and it is a fun episode. Ooh. Yeah, you guys are really going to like that. So keep an eye out for that, or an ear out, I should say, because it's a podcast, not visual. And <laughs> thank our guests, follow our guests on everything, because they are just incredible. And all together now, you guys don't know this, but we, we say stay golden. Okay, ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Stay, stay golden! golden! Where the chairs are folding and the girls are golden. We're gonna have a good time. Oh, yeah.